When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, hello everyone. Welcome back to Andrew and Allison talking about Glee every single week of our goddamn lives. Every single day of our goddamn lives, whether we're recording or not. Let's be real. Back to back recording. We recorded the Maggie episode yesterday. I think this week in total, we're talking about Glee recording that conversation about Glee for like eight hours. That's a full work day. That's a full work day. I mean, let's just say it. Nobody's paying me, and I'm not getting health benefits, so I'm nope. confused. <laughs> Ryan Murphy going. is simply unaware of this podcast <laughs> ongoing. <laughs> I'm on his um, payroll. I don't know where the money's coming from. Yeah. <laughs> um. Wait, but you did want to talk about something in particular. I did want to. Okay. I was thinking about it, and I was like. You and I were talking about who is the biggest celebrity to come out of Glee. Yes. Who is the most recognizable name. And I think it all has to do with who has newer content, like, to right. promote. Like, I, Kevin McHale was just in that American Horror Story episode. Jenna Oshkowitz was in Waitress on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Newell has been in several TV shows. Grant Gustin has The Flash. Um... I temporarily forgot Melissa Benoist's name. Um, yes. Melissa Benoist has Supergirl. But I feel like what we right. talk about most is the Darren Chris. Right. Because People continue working, except one person in particular works at a more global school, so like scale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's putting out the most content, I think. As of right now, he had his uh, EP earlier this month. Um, and most recently, he announced his Christmas album, which is like literally the most... I don't know about you. I, I was like, when I saw the info, like the release, I was like, yeah. duh. Right. Like, this has been... We've been waiting for this. I feel like this. Yeah. it's in the name. It's um, in the name. Christmas? I think that the, the, I mean, he had to do it. He you had know, to like, do it to him. You know he had to do it to him. You yeah. know he had to do it to him. And I'm very, 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 very excited about it. Um, mm-hmm. There is one song that's already out. It's a mashup of Happy Holidays and... Oh, oh God, I was just listening to it. And I know that our Gleek of the Week this week already is like, they know. It's Happy <laughs> Holidays in the holiday season. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's great. I'm very excited for more to come. Um, there are guest star singers. Right. Ad- Adam Lambert? Yes. Adam yes. Lambert. It's going to be great. I'm excited. I they like He released like a little preview. I did a little homework before this episode because I knew we were going to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And I saw that he released like a little bit of a tidbit for I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. Loved that. Yeah. That so is like, good. That is, that song, camp. That's camp. 
Yeah. Looking camp right in the eyes. Right in the eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, What I wanted to know, what is your favorite Christmas song that is going to be on the album that is, was on Glee? Oh, wait. Let's get into the Christmas vibe. It's not even October. Let's talk about it. So just to make it clear, they only, like Darren Chris is only covering two Glee Christmas songs, River mm-hmm. and Have Yourself a Merry, uh, a Merry Little Christmas. And I think, honestly, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is like a good, like that That might be my favorite Christmas song. So really? I'm excited for that. Yeah. My favorite Christmas song is Christmas Wrapping by Britney S. Pierce. By Britney S. Pierce. Britney S. Goddamn Pierce. Ugly cast original. That song, just, it itches a, there's an itch in my brain that that song, like, satisfies. No, and it's like, I simply can only understand, like, I I can only, like, uh, remember, like, the first, like, few lines of that song, and then she loses me. It just goes too (laughs) fast, and it's like, okay, I can't remember this. It does go too fast, but I don't think... I could sing it, like just say the lyrics, but yeah. I think if the song was playing, I know every single word. And it's because of Britney S. Pierce and the power that she holds over me. Wait, so I need to ask you, okay, so because this is Glee covered two waitresses songs in the series. Waitress. Oh, rapping. okay. Yes, yes, yes. I Christmas was like, rapping. Waitress the not, Musical not on Broadway? from Waitress the Musical. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Rapping and I Know What Boys Like. And I know... We love both. We do love both. What Which is one better? is better for you? Oh, Christmas Which one rapping. is better? Christmas wrapping. Christmas wrapping? Yeah. I think I know what boys like is, is fun for me. And it's already going through to the second round. It is. And when Christmas, will Christmas wrapping come around in this glacket? I feel like yes, because they did perform it on the show. Yeah. Christmas okay, wrapping yeah. is part of the glacket. Yeah. Okay. That's a Christmas song. I know that we've pulled... In our early days, we pulled, like, several months ago in our early days, um, we pulled a lot of Christmas songs. Yes. And we sort of, like, phased out of that, which is so weird. We phased out, and we've gotten recently a lot of season six. I'm not manifesting that for this episode, but Mm. we have gotten a lot of season six. Um, We go through phases. But if, when Christmas wrapping comes around, sign me up. Inevitably, yeah. Inevitably, that's the, well, that's what I'm gonna die on. That's what you're gonna die on, even like no matter what it's against. Unless it's against one of my top ten, I'm gonna fight for it. That could be like a potential, like you bring it back. Yes. Song, oh yeah. If it, does if it was lose. gone, I would definitely bring it back. Um, um. Go ahead. No, that's it. That's all I had. That's all you had. Okay. That's all I had. So, uh, yeah, we were talking about. The most famous person to come out of this series, I think. Right? I would say. Yeah. I would say. Darren Chris, who has dubbed our Gleek of this week as the queen of TikTok herself. <laughs> we are literally, we've been projecting this Gleek since the very beginning. We are so happy to have her on. Alexis Reese. Oh my God. Oh, hi. Hi. Thank you so much. You guys are so sweet. I'm I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much. Okay, wait. How does it feel to be like the biggest Darren Chris fan in the universe? <laughs> I okay, so I am a huge fan, but I don't think that like 
I deserve that title. Like, I, I don't know. No, but you have the credentials. Like, let's go through oh the gosh. credentials of what you have, your relationship with Darren Chris, everything. So I've been a huge fan, obviously, since the beginning of Glee. And then when Darren came on the show in season two, I, like, fell in love with him. Sure. Um, and I was so young that I never got, like, the opportunities that a lot of other fans had to, like, interact with him. Um, so my first meeting of him and my first interaction with him besides like a concert was my birthday, my 21st birthday, which is Mm -hmm. pretty iconic. He surprised me. Um, my mom got me a table for me and my friends and my whole family at his bar, Tramp Stamp Granny's. Um, and our waitress actually ended up being his wife's best friend. And Mm -hmm. my mom had like a picture of him on my cake and everything. So yes. She called Darren and Mia and they came over and he surprised me and like we had a shot together. We sang together. It was like a whole, it was a whole night. It was so much fun. Um, I have a tattoo for it. Um, And after that, um, when he had Decade, he Mm -hmm. um, had like the virtual meet and greets. So those were like such hot ticket items. Like it was like the Hunger Games to get this (laughs) ticket. There was like, I think only 20 of like the premium one. And I ended up thankfully getting it. And right. so he, I, you know, had the like FaceTime call with him and he opened up with, well, if it isn't the queen of TikTok herself. And I was like, excuse me? Like <laughs> I was, I never in a million years would I ever think that Darren Chris would have seen any of my TikToks. Like, yeah, never. Wait, what do you think that he saw? I don't know. And I'm so scared. <laughs> and I apologize to him. I'm like, I am so sorry. Like, One thing that people don't realize is that, you know, the way that I create my TikToks was for purely entertainment and pure Mm -hmm. funniness. So I'm so scared that when people take my TikTok super seriously, so I'm like, oh, God, Darren, please. I hope he understands that this is all just (laughs) for like shits and gigs, you know? Right. So, um, but yeah, so he saw that and then he released um, his song, I Can't Dance. And then mm-hmm. he commented on that video. I just remember when he went on tour, w- when the tour that Andrew and I went to in 2013, mm-hmm. they he released VIP meet and greet tickets. And the, like, you're talking about the Hunger Games. Like, holy oh. shit. That was, like, they were gone in milliseconds. People and I'm just like... Yeah, competitive. And I'm like, I should have known like at the height of Glee in like 2013, 2014. But holy cow, they were gone in seconds. And my mom, I was at school in the computer lab in high school. And my mom was at home and we're both trying to get these tickets. And she cried because we didn't get them. And I wasn't even crying. I was like, I mean, if it's going to happen, it'll happen. But she cried. She's like, I wanted this for you. Oh, my God. And we ended up going to the concert um, at the Varsity Theater in Minneapolis. And that was, like, people people were vicious. When I tell you, okay, like, I know I shouldn't speak like this, but it's... <laughs> speak on it. Clicky. It's mm-hmm. so competitive. And, like, the way that people act at some of these events is mm-hmm. scary. I'm like, guys, we all like the same people. Like, let's right. all love each other. Like, it's not, it's not the big deal, but people get vicious. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. At my concert, there was a guy leading the charge and he was like, well, we should all have numbers and we'll go in to GA according to the numbers that we have. And security was like, 
we're not honoring oh. this. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is nothing to us. Yeah. And, um, but we were like crowding the front door of the venue and they security had to like move us across the block. Wait, how many of you? There were a good 30, 40 of us that were there okay. hours early. Right. And um, it it was a mess. And my, mo- my mom and I went were there. And the guy that was doing this number system was just rude. And I saw him in the venue later. And I was like, bitch, I'm shorter than you. And I got elbows. I'm getting to the... I'm getting to the barricade of this Darren goddamn Chris concert. Wow. And it was crazy. But so I get how you're saying Hunger Games, but we all love the same person. Wait, okay. I was watching a bunch of Darren Chris videos tonight and Blaine Darren has never like really struck a chord with me. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, I feel like he should have watching a gay character on this gay television show but he never did and he found sorry to group you two together but like he found (laughs) you both where it's like these like straight women like it's just Mm -hmm. like that is like his entire fan base even though he's doing these very gay things Mm -hmm. and I'm like I I don't understand it so (laughs) what is the sign? I'm not gonna pretend to understand it myself (laughs) yeah so I don't know like because that's that's such an interesting, you know, take on it because I've thought of, about it too. And this is going to sound so shallow and like so terrible, but I'm going to say it because I think a lot of people might understand it once mm-hmm. I say it. As a young 12, 13 year old girl who was like never looked at, overlooked by other boys and stuff like that, when you saw Blaine Anderson, it was almost just like, oh, there's like no competition. So I can like yeah. lust after him, but it's innocent, you know? Sure. Wait, he's the, like, he is top tier hottest For male me? to ever be on Glee. I mean, just like Glee in general. <laughs> For me? Yes. yes. Right. I, I would imagine. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Wow. <laughs> okay. And also because I was a huge Kurt Hummel fan, like, mm-hmm. because I started from the very beginning before you know, Darren even came on mm-hmm. and I fell in love with Kurt. Like I related to him so much in like the underdog way, you know, I was always cast aside in middle school yeah. and I just, you know, I felt for this kid, you know, mm-hmm. I loved him so much. And then when Blaine came on the show and he made Kurt happy, that made me happy. So that's why I really loved that relationship. Were you a very Potter musical star kid fan before Glee? No, I had never heard about it. I mean, once Darren came on the show, of course, I, you know, watched all of it. But no, I had no idea. That was, like, its own thing. Like, when I... I -hmm. loved a Very Potter musical, um, not from the time it came out, but when I got wind of it, I quickly became obsessed. And there was already a fandom to join. Mm -hmm. And I can remember, like talking on the phone with my best friend, like looking in the mirror and being like, this is the day I found out Darren Chris was going to be on Glee. And it's like oh. burned into my memory. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Sick. Oh. But so Alexis, you on TikTok, one of your TikToks oh. went viral. You and your Glee girlies, which I definitely well. want to hear the origin story for. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So my the Glee girlies consist of Vanessa, Kennedy, and Kendra. So Kendra and I, we kind of like started a little group. We like 
met we all met through TikTok, obviously. Mm-hmm. But Kendra can never make it to any of our events. Ugh. So I met them all way before I even had 10,000 followers. So it was just like, okay, I'm making these friendships. Mm-hmm. But we are all best friends now. Like they've been to my childhood home. They don't even live in the same state as me. Like we all met through TikTok. They came to visit me for my birthday. Like doing the glurk. Yeah. The glurk. The glurk. The glee work. Yeah. The glurk. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's crazy. Like we all bonded over glee and that's not the only thing we have in common now, but like we're like have genuine friendships. It's crazy. That is amazing. And to think, Andrew, maybe we would have met on TikTok if we hadn't met. Oh. If we had TikTok, if you, yeah. If we had TikTok in 2013 when we met, which well, speaking mean, of relates to Darren Chris because I was wearing a Darren Chris t-shirt and you came up to right. me and said, "Is that a Darren Chris t-shirt?" And I said, "Yes." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, I went I went to the concert a few weeks ago and wow, here we are." Here we are, almost 10 years later. Just just three Glee girlies. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, Alexis, we go through some songs. Yes. Are there any top tier, like top tier Glee songs? What are your favorites? Um, Oh my gosh, Rose's Turn. Yeah. Oh my God. I love a lot of season one. Like a lot of season one stuff I think is overshadowed mm-hmm. because you know obviously there's six seasons so it makes sense right. but um a lot of season one i love somebody to love i feel like you can't you can't have glee without don't stop believing right and it's like it's the most overdone song i know it's like annoying but it's like every time i hear that song i'm like transported back to like my living room yeah. the first time i watched that show you know right when i was yeah. 11 years old so that <laughs> song is just like oh my gosh Oh my gosh, this, this question is always so much pressure for me because <laughs> <laughs> there's just so many songs. Yeah. Um, uh, but okay, so we're projecting season one bangers. Season one bangers. Anything Darren. Anything Darren. Right. Okay. Claim. All right. Claim. Claim. A claim I think duet. Baby It's Cold Outside will always be the best, in my mind, the best Christmas uh, okay. cover of all time. I thought you were going to say okay. the best Claim duet. I... I might have to say it's the best clean duet. The Only first, because yeah. I think Chris Colfer's voice was made for Christmas music. That's fair. Mm. That's fair. And mm. Rose's turn. And, uh, and yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> not, I want to say opening doors, but it's not opening doors. It's being alive. Being oh, alive. Oh, yes. my God. Being alive. Oh, yeah. so good. <laughs> I drew okay. the first song. Do you know it? Our, a little slushy cup. <laughs> so cute. Um... <laughs> The title of this song makes me think it's something that I don't think Glee covered, but maybe they did, and I blocked it out of my memory forever. Here, one second. Okay. Just like a lot of songs on that show. <laughs> yeah. One, two, oh my god. Together, cause we don't know how. 
behavior. Lend me some sugar. I am your neighbor. Ah, here we go. Ah. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. fun <laughs> okay i literally i have so many conflicting thoughts about this episode oh, because don't I'm, even get me started i was gonna okay. say okay wait 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 gleek the week yeah you want the stage you can start you can start because i want to hear what you have to say okay because like i remember okay so obviously i don't know like okay your experience with like the spoilers and everything leading oh, up to i knew everything Okay, okay. I'm glad we're on the same page. Good. Um, because, like, this was, like, like months and months and months. For whatever reason, like, season six, we received spoilers so ahead of time. Like, we received them starting in, like, September. I remember literally driving to college and, like, receiving, like, the spoiler that, like, Blaine was going to be with Karofsky, even though the episode would air in January. Worst news of my life. Worse than, <laughs> yes. <laughs> everybody remembers where they are. Yeah. Um, but like literally, I remember. Okay, so like obviously we knew Britannia was gonna get, gonna get engaged, mm-hmm. which was like huge Britannia shipper. Loved that. Really looking forward to. You know, I didn't even like know we were gonna get a wedding. I was like, engagement is fine enough. Mm-hmm. We were getting the wedding, but then obviously the spoiler came out as well that Clayne was sort of going to like ambush this wedding as well. I, 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 this is me as a Britannia shipper yes. using the words ambush. Ambush. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, I really didn't care for this wedding because me it's either. like, yeah. Okay. And I'm a cleaner. Got, I'm a cleaner. You're a cleaner. <laughs> I'm a cleaner. Explain, explain why. Stand okay. your ground. Okay. So I am just bitter about the fact that they broke Kurt and Blaine up as a, as a mm. ploy to try to boost ratings for the last season. Yeah. So they broke them up to keep people watching. Yep. And yep. it totally destroyed the integrity of that couple. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. really bothered me. Mm-hmm. And then, because Kurt and Blaine were supposed to have a wedding. Obviously, they were engaged. Right. I was happy that Britannia was getting their wedding. Yes. But I was still bitter that Kurt and Blaine weren't. So here's my mind what should have happened. Britannia gets their wedding, right? Right. Kurt and Blaine get back together that episode like normal. I mean, we're so in love. Goes off and elopes. And you see side by side Britannia's wedding, having their own wedding, and Kurt and Blaine at the courthouse by themselves and nobody knows. I like that. Wait, tell me that's not better. It would have been so much more interesting. Yeah. You're so right. Literally. If if we had to do a double wedding like that, if we had to have them both get married in the same episode and they Mm -hmm. had to both get married... No, mm-hmm. but like one thing that I'll never forgive Glee for is the fact that Bert and Carol's wedding is like 10 times better than Bertana and Clayne's wedding. The, like between the hats and like Like are you kidding me? Like this like this double wedding was so it was a flop. dumb. It was, it was so a flop. stupid. Flop it wedding. was so stupid. And that's coming from a huge like Clayner. Right. Yeah. That I don't think that they should have had a wedding like that. Like both yeah. couples did not deserve that and they were just trying to be like i think they were trying to be like forward and progressive and like boundary pushing by like having two you know gay couples at once getting married but i think it just 
I think it flopped. Yeah, I think they didn't season do the six, season six, Clayne doesn't do it for me. Season, I love Blaine Anderson. Mm-hmm. Season six, Blaine pisses me off. Yeah. So the, here's the thing: I will always like picture Kurt and Blaine as in like season two, Clayne. Like that's right. just how exactly. I will always view them. In the, and, like, in the Blazers, in the Blazers, even season three is fine, but. Because I know that there are like a whole new writing team for like this the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I take the last two seasons with a grain of salt. Yeah. Do we want to say that it's not canon? Can we officially say three Gleeks united? Can we say that season six? <laughs> oh, isn't season three canon? is not canon. I have a whole I have a whole rewrite for season six. How it oh all could have went down. A whole rewrite. We need it off air. Yes. But we do need to talk about this song at hand. Hey ya. Uh, Outcast, Artie, what do we think of it as just like a song separate from everything else? I like it. I love Kevin <laughs> McHale. His voice is always great. Yeah, it's 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 good. <laughs> Wait, do we do we know the 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 trivia behind why they sang this song? Because Heather Morris, Naya Rivera, hey ya, people shipped it like so that would be oh Naya Heather yes hey ya um fun. Which is like a little like nod to them. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. But like also like they didn't give Artie anything to do in the final season, which is like I sort of appreciate the fact that so all he true. was doing was planning their wedding. You know what I also ha- <laughs> what I also hate? Sorry, I can go on tangents about this all day. How I hate how the whole Sam and Rachel thing was a waste of time. So st- stupid. If they were not going to be together at the end, I don't care if they were supposed to be together. If they were not going to be together at the end, why waste our time? Why, Why are we talking time? about it? It wasn't canon. It wasn't, it wasn't canon. canon. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's not canon. It's not real. You know what was canon? The incredible wedding dresses and the wedding yes. pantsuit. Oh, Excuse yes. Me? Yeah, obsessed with that. Loved those wedding gowns. Not even gowns. Freaking skater length dress and a jumpsuit. I'm obsessed. I was super into it. Um, also, one la- last thing. Last thing. Uh huh. The reveal of Britney's parents. Ruined. <laughs> what the fuck? I feel like Jennifer Coolidge was perfect as yes. I I perfect think cast. that because I think that like people were like uh, like already casting it before Jennifer Coolidge was cast, mm-hmm. and people really wanted Lisa Kudrow, which I think <gasps> would yeah. have been better. And You're I hate wrong. saying that, <laughs> but wrong. I think that Lisa Kudrow would have been better for Britney's mom. But That's yeah. True. I, mm-hmm. I do appreciate the fact that Jennifer Coolidge, Ken Jeong, and Gloria Estefan were in a barn. Oh my god, like, iconic. Like, just the fact that Gloria Estefan is Santana's mom. Like, nobody talks about that enough. Right. No one talks about that. I don't multiple that seasons. They don't. Yeah. Multiple seasons. Yeah. Nobody talks about it enough. No. No. Um, okay, hey, uh, <laughs> we've really discussed a lot about this. We have Again, so much hey, to uh, say. Sorry. No, okay. I. this is the best. I love this. Okay, Audrey. A few episodes back, said there wasn't enough Darren solos. We have Are we a getting a solo. Darren solo? We're getting a Darren solo, and it's like one of my favorites too. Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. Okay. Here I'm we go. excited. You already know what I'm going to pick now. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> this song is for anyone that's ever been cheated on. This is insane. I didn't cheat on you. Cheetahs have the fastest land speed of any living animal. Friday night, you and your boys went out to eat. Uh, then they hung out. 
But you came home around three Yes, you did If six and y'all went out Uh, then four you were really cheap Cause only two of you had dinner I found your credit card receipt It's not right, but it's okay I'm gonna make it anyway Pack your bags up and leave Don't you dare come running back to me It's not right, but it's okay You said that you like season two clean and a little bit of season three clean. Is this the season three claim that you like? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you will you will stand by that. Go ahead. <sighs> okay, let's see. I enjoy the drama of it all. Me too. Okay. You know, I enjoy like I know this is not a real couple. It's a fictional couple. So mm-hmm. it's like every couple on the show has their issues. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's just enjoying it was so much fun to watch at the time because Kurt Blaine never had any problems up until this time. That's right. Like, no mm-hmm. drama. So it was just like, oh, my gosh. I mean, I think what Kurt did was really messed up, but... Stop it. Wait, that's where we disagree. Okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> let's, let's, let's think. Let's, like, talk about this. Okay, so... Okay, so just giving context, in this episode, the Whitney Houston tribute episode, Kurt goes to a record store... Mm-hmm like meets this fellow gay that is like hey like we should text and they're texting and then blaine thinks that it's cheating Listen. and sings it's not right but it's okay and has the entire glee club behind him singing oh, the that choir. wasn't cool either that was wrong they're both wrong in their own way <laughs> okay. but i found out my boyfriend was ta- ta- texting another girl those flirty things yeah. I would kill him. Like I yeah, would be break pissed. up with him. I'd be okay. so mad. Back then, I was on Blaine's. I was, you no, know, I was on Kurt. Who's that? I don't remember. But I saw it like <laughs> differently because I was so young and I had right. been in a relationship. But now that right. I'm older, like I would just like, oh hell no. But right. Blaine right. did not need to embarrass him like that in front of the whole club. Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> Seeing all of those, everybody else behind the table, like literally, no, I hate this. <laughs> it's iconic though. That that number is iconic. It is so good just 
comparing season two Clayne to season three, like, I feel like when we first met Blaine, we thought he was older. Like He his, was. His he age, was. like, wasn't addressed or it was just said that he was older. They but, said he was older, too. Right? right. And did. he was kind of like a mentor, in a way, to Kurt and kind of Kurt's, like, saving grace in a lot of ways. And then Blaine starts crying all the time. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, let's let's do more of this. When he cries in the first time and they're like, he's like doing the spin moves on stage. And he's like, I'm just I'm just practicing for my, my Tony. And yeah. Kurt comes in and Blaine's just like, Kurt, I just love you so much. And I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. I love it. I love vulnerable Blaine. I love the dynamic. Now he's younger than Kurt. I'm into yeah. it. I'm yeah. not going to have an opinion on whether Kurt was right or Blaine was right. No, go ahead. No, we you know want what? to hear it. You know what? I'm glad Kurt did it because we got this song out of it. There you go. Um, But when it comes down to Hey Ya uh, versus It's Not Right But It's Okay. Oh my God. It's no question for me. I think, I mean. That's true. It's a it's a blow low. It's a Blaine solo. It's a blow low. Done. Yeah. Send me up. It's not right, but it is okay. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, hey, I didn't do much for me. I don't know. It's a good, I love a good arty solo, but they are just, I, I wanted to say they are just arty solos. I but. feel like for me, when it comes down to like an original cast number with the whole original cast, right. with like the season six cast, I'm always going to choose the original cast. Yeah. yeah. Like That's lean just, on me. Oh. We'll, we'll come, we'll come to it and it'll be great. The dynamic that the original cast had is what made the show, and with, exactly. it's what everybody else tried to recreate, and it just was unsuccessful. Yeah. They couldn't do it. Couldn't do they it. couldn't do it. They really tried. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Here we go. Oh, my God. <gasps> oh. This is so underrated. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I like it. A few stolen moments is all that we share you've got your family and they need you there though i've tried to resist being last on your list but no
in the nurse's office <laughs> god the fact that quinn started like feeling below her pelvis thanks to a boner <laughs> like literally wait a second i never like thought about it that put way that together no, <laughs> there were, she was like oh like i can feel something again that's your okay. hard day wait yeah. a second <laughs> oh my gosh i just i never even thought of that Okay, saving all my love for you, Quinn and Joe. I love both of their voices separately. This song, I don't like for them. <laughs> I reason. love it. I love them together. I love Samuel Larson's voice, and I think he's so hot. Yeah. Like, he's great. I think he was utilized wrong in this show. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Quinn can't have any boyfriend. Quinn can't have <laughs> Sam. Quinn can't have Finn. Quinn can't have Puck. Quinn can't have Joe. Quinn can't have Chase Crawford randomly. (laughs) Then she also can't have Puck again. Yeah. It's like, are we going to make her a strong, independent woman who doesn't need a man? Or are we going to, like, have her, like, with all these guys who don't want... Like, pick one. Let's pick one. Well, here's the thing. Like, Quinn was canonically... She was gay. Quinn is gay. Quinn is a gay character. And I will die on that hill. Okay. is queer. No one's gonna agree with me. I think Faberry. I think she's I think she's bisexual. I think that she's definitely she's she's it's just possible, but there's nothing on that show that like canically proves oh. that. Well, I mean she had sex with Santana. She had sex oh, wait, with no, Santana. You're wrong. Never mind, never mind, never mind. Hundred percent. I believe you. I believe you. I, <laughs> why did queer. that why did that escape my brain? I totally <laughs> forgot about that. No, okay, I, I, always at the forefront of mind. Yeah, <laughs> I can see. I can see her being bi. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. She's totally she's somewhere bad. on the queer spectrum for sure. Yeah. Um, this relationship came out of like left field, and they didn't know what to do with it in the end. Um, yeah. It was a waste of time. Waste of time. I don't think they knew what to do with the Glee Project promise that they made. Let me tell um, you, I think <laughs> I think the Glee Project ruined the show. Wait. Okay. Oh, I am here for this. Hot take. This may be controversial. I love all of the people, and I love the show. Oh my gosh, I want to be on the show like myself. Right. I love all the people that won. I'm not saying that anything has to do with the actors. I think the problem that happened in season three 
and leading on was because they were putting all these inorganic characters into the show that did not serve a purpose. Yeah. Mm. Joe, Rory, Mm -hmm. like they did not write them well. Right. And they had no purpose. The only one that was good that had a good purpose was Harmony. Harmony. Yes. Thank (laughs) you. Harmony Pierce. Her, yes, I love her. Oh my gosh. Her role made sense in the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was fantastic. I mean, everybody is fantastic, but I just don't think that the writers knew what to do with these characters. I completely with, agree. I have beef with Samuel. Lar- I had beef with Samuel Larson and his Personally. character. Let's hear it. After talking with Lindsay Pierce and like le- learning a bit, little bit more about the story of the Glee Project, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have hated Samuel Larson. <laughs> In my, I don't know him. Never met him before, but I, sure. I disliked him on the Glee Project because. I was such a Cameron Mitchell fan. I was a Cameron Mitchell oh. diehard. And when he left the show, um, he his big thing was like, I'm a man of faith and all this stuff. And when he left the show, it they spun it on the show to make it seem like Samuel was like, oh, Ryan wants this and wants to fill this boy- void. I'm going to become that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, you can't be Cameron Mitchell. Sorry. <laughs> um, and so I didn't like his character because of that, because it never felt genuine to me because of how the Glee Project portrayed it with mm-hmm. their editing and their producing, yes. which I was like 15, very impressionable. I didn't fucking understand that producers could make things. I thought Jersey Shore and The Bachelor were all real. We're all, we're all real. So... Yeah. <laughs> I I didn't like Joe's character. I never really grow, grew to like him. I did like when he cut all of his hair off. And I do like Samuel Larson in After, the cinematic yes. film. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Best I don't think time. Joe had any reason being there. And I yeah. see Joe the character, not Samuel Larson and his talent. Right. Well, I think that he sort of like got like sort of like he was tied on to Quinn's character in season three. Which Quinn's character in season three, like literally, I think that Ryan Murphy and company had mm-hmm. a personal vendetta against Diana Agron. For sure. Because they were like, let's fuck this character up. Let's like make her do the craziest, like outlandish things. And like, so like Joe was just like, sort of just like, sort of Hang like at the along. coattails of mm-hmm. that. And it's just like, okay, like there, it's just like a weird thing where it's like, oh, like, my boner is against your leg and you're paralyzed <laughs> and we're singing a song about adultery and it's, it's like so no yeah so i think it's a good song i think it's a good cover i think the context really just throws it no off that's for me. true that's true i think their yeah. voices just sound really pretty together mm-hmm. in yeah, that song I, would agree. I don't think like everything else when he gets into the chair and he rolls up to her that killed me <laughs> i never realized that <laughs> weird yeah um okay up against saving all my love for you another whitney houston song we got two here we go okay a season two finale song <gasps> oh okay. no competition oh this is the night it's a beautiful night and we call it bella note Look at the skies, they have stars in Wait. their eyes on this night. This is the moment in those romantic comedies where I kiss you. I thought this was just a work date. 
Really? The night will weave its magic spell when the one you love is near. I can't. Oh, just say about this okay i go am ahead. so excited first of all finn's a cutie patootie second of all what always bothered me about the scene is that obviously we know finn knows that the guys are going to be singing but right. rachel has no reaction to the guys who start singing like I right. think this is so normal like yeah classic do you think that it might be like in finn's head that they're there do you think that this is imagination what are we expected to believe that's a good question because if that were the case, they didn't execute it that well because right. it right. looks like they're there. Yeah. It, they're there. They're there. Right? Yeah. I think they're the singing Delta News in Legally Blonde. Huh. Mm. Oh, I get it. Like the Greek chorus. Yeah, yeah. Like they're just there. Finn can see them, but nobody else addresses it. And it just adds to the I, scene. Yeah, That's what I think like, of it as. Earlier in the episode, now I'm starting to think that they might be real because earlier in that episode, he asks them, he asks them like, true. "Hey, like, like I want to do something grand for mm-hmm. this Finchel d- date," and so I feel like they might be there, but like but they Rachel see the rejection just, and they keep singing. They keep singing. Yes, that's true. You know mm-hmm. what also bothers me about this whole storyline is that so. Rachel's entire like argument as to why she won't get back together with him is because you know she can't just stay focused on her dreams, her career, the, her yeah. career and everything. All it took was for Finn to say at the end of the episode, "Well, we still got a year," and she goes, "Oh yeah, true." Huh. And then, well, <laughs> yeah. let's, okay, we'll do it. Like, really, Rachel? This entire yeah. time, like that's all it took. <laughs> yeah, God, it just bothers me. Yeah. Before I was a Clayne Stan. I was a Finchel stan. I I think we all were at one in the beginning of the series. I yeah. loved them and this episode is why I'm going to be proposed to on Bowbridge. Oh. I'm I'm putting it manifesting it out there in the universe. Mm-hmm. I love this scene. Like I love all the Finchel scenes in this episode. That's yes. what makes this episode for me and it's amazing. I love every song from this episode. Bella Note is going to win for me. Really? Okay. Yeah. See, what I the way I feel about Finchel, season one and two, yes. Love mm-hmm. Finchel season one and two. Once you get to season three, it's like, okay. We and get Quinn it. comes back in. Yeah. It was like it was like just like repeated storylines yeah. we have already been through. And it's like, okay, give another couple some airtime. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. we get it. 
Um, but I, mm-hmm. we, we all know Finchel is Endgame. They're supposed to be Endgame. So even though yeah. sometimes, like, towards the end of the series, they kind of annoy me just a little bit, um, right. I still always want them to be there. Well, they are because St. Barry didn't happen because that's not canon. Yeah, St. Yeah. Barry's not <laughs> real. <laughs> yeah. It's not real. Um, wait, it's okay. So you already vote, voted for Bella Note. I think, I think I'm also voting for Bella Note. Alexis? Are we talking about the song or the scene? It's just everything encapsulated. It's your vibe. It's the general it's your vibe. vibe. This is so hard. <laughs> because I I do like Bella Note. I have like reasons why I like Bella Note, but I also really like the song Saving All My Love For You. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm going to have to pick that one. Saving All I My mean, Love For You? Yeah. It's staying behind. It's so. Andrew and I both it's, voted for Bella Note, fu- but honestly, I I'm don't glad, have an emotional attachment to either one of those songs. I'm so glad totally you fun. gave it a voice. I'm glad <laughs> yeah. you gave um, the underdog "Saving All My Love yeah. for You." I mean, Joe and two Quindua. Disney songs in the entire series. "Let It Go." We already pulled. Not, not going, going through. through. Uh, so Bella Note is that is that a Disney song? I know this. I know that was in Lady and the Tramp, but that was that for Lady and the Tramp. It's. Lady in the yeah because yeah I think I don't know if it's so. for Lady in the Tramp but it was in Lady it in was the definitely Tramp, so I consider it. it a Disney yeah. song okay okay in my book it was on Disney Mania like three or something so <laughs> yeah true <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay this one is straight up just jumping out at us oh it's like pick me I don't know how I feel about these two <laughs> <laughs> here I stand head in hand. Turn my face to the wall If she's gone, I can't go on Feeling two foot small Everywhere people stare Each and every day I can see them laugh i 
<laughs> enough for me. I don't like them. I don't like Kitty and Artie. This is like no. unpopular opinion. I don't like them. Are there, is that like the, I feel like the general consensus is that people don't like no, those people, two. I've seen so many people love Kitty and Artie. Really? really? Yes. Like I've literally seen people like die for them. What do you, wait, what do you call that ship? Do you call it Cardi or Artiti? I thought it was like, is it not the last names? <laughs> oh, I it's Wild Brims. Why? Yeah, yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I think. I don't know. I don't even know. To be honest, I don't like yeah. them. No. I try. Yeah. yeah. Right. I want Artiti to be happy, but. Mm-mm. They, they tried to do something. The thing with me for this song, the song is called You've Got to Hide Your Love Away. They are doing some major public displays of affection <laughs> in this song. They're literally singing to each other in the hallway, out in the courtyard, literally hanging up signs on the ceiling. Like, literally, who are you hiding from? Yeah. Like, you're, exactly. yeah, you're doing things very publicly. Yeah. You're not being very discreet. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Can't. Yeah. No, I like Drive My Car better. I think oh, that's... yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, the better of I... the two. Yeah, it's a cuter this number. Mm-hmm. This was just like lagging. It's like, all right, next. Next. Right. Like this number is just taking too long. Do we do we want the next song? Is there anything else to say? I don't think so. We just don't like it. Yeah, we don't <laughs> yeah. like it. Yeah. Not down. Okay, the last song of the episode. Okay, a season three number. Okay. Okay. I have a lot of thoughts about this one. Ooh. <gasps> okay. Walk away. Rachel kills you. This was never the way I planned Not my intention I got so brave, drink in hand Lost my discretion Gay, Quinn is gay what <laughs> I'm used to Just wanna try you I'm curious for you Caught my attention so many things to say and I feel so bad because I feel like I have talked a lot (laughs) (laughs) but I know you're gonna say that Sugar Mata is doing no that is not what I'm gonna say at all I wasn't even looking at her this 
I Kissed a Girl, episode, literally, I think the worst hour that Glee has produced. Can I just I, say, oh, sorry, continue. continue. No, no, go ahead. No, interject. Go <laughs> what ahead. What I want to say about that is, how are you going to make this about Santana and not include any Britney? Like, a- a- what exactly. bothered me about that was, this was supposed to be about Santana and, like, Britney's love, Santana's love right. for Britney, but Britney had nothing to say. No. When you watch this episode, this is such a, like the only like redeeming quality of this episode is Santana coming out to her grandma. Like that is yeah. like the only like savior of this episode that sort of like, I don't know, brings it some light. But this episode was executed so poorly. So poorly. <laughs> it's like on the heels of Finn outing her. Like Santana is forced to come back into the Glee Club and sort of like listen to like the Glee Club. Yeah, sing a duet with Rachel, which is like so dumb. Also, the song "Choice," like absolutely dumb. This song is not about lesbians at all. No, No. see, the only way I feel like this could have worked with this song is if every girl had a line in the song. If everybody was Mm -hmm. singing, then it would be like, okay, I get everyone's trying to support her, but it was just an excuse to let Leah Michelle sing with Naya, and it just it made no sense. It made no mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Why? Why didn't Heather sing on that? Why didn't Heather sing? It doesn't make like, any sense. Why didn't? Why didn't like? I mean, Jenna, uh, like Tina, obviously auditioned with this. Yeah. With this song, you know, like why? Like she's just constantly like pushing the background. Oh, just like give her something to do. Please. I agree. Like it should have. If this, if they did this song, it should have been an entire and group I, number and not uh-huh. Santana and Rachel. Exactly, mm-hmm. an ensemble number, and then it would have made sense for like Rachel to say, "Hope my boyfriend don't mind it." You know, like, yeah. it would have all just made more sense. But right. you just have these two saying, It was just such a stupid choice. It so was, dumb. like, it was just dumb. It was so, so ridiculous. Dumb. I think, you know, Alexis, you talked about rewriting <laughs> before. Oh, I, have I think if I were to rewrite this episode, I think I would have much rather hear Brittany and Santana sing Come to My Window by Melissa Etheridge, <laughs> which they talked about in season two performing in the duets episode, but we never got it. I think that would have been so much better if we heard the two of them sing this instead of Rachel and Santana. Anyway, who else has thoughts? (laughs) I don't have any strong opinions about this. I'm just like, it's a song. I don't remember this episode. I don't remember this context, so. Yeah. Naya saves the whole thing, obviously. Right. That's why I would pick this song over the other song because I just like to listen to Naya sing. Yeah. That is fair when we're comparing it to You've Got to Hide Your Love Away with exactly. Artie. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, I'm, I can't vote for a second because I don't personally just don't care for either song. I, I mean, like, I think that it's like a better song, I Kissed a Girl. Like, I think context aside, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's a better song. I would rather listen to it. You know, obviously, I don't like the scene, the episode, everything right. involved, but I think it's like vocally, like they did it, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Agreed. I kissed yeah. a girl. I'm not even going to make a decision because I no, kissed make a girl a going through. No, I would, uh, sure, I'll vote for our titty just to <laughs> be that girl. Be that girl. Because. I don't know. I kissed a girl. It no, it doesn't do this. I think because of girls just want to have fun. I blocked this whole thing completely. Yeah. Yo, that number kills me. I'm blind. Oh. I'm blind. I can't. Blind. I, I can't I hear. I can't see. see any of this. I don't perceive mm-hmm. this. 
but this episode, I have all three of the winners. You had I all have... three of the winners last episode too. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's just how it works. That's rude. Um, <laughs> uh, we have It's Not Right, It's Not Right, But It's Okay, Bella Note, and I Kissed a Girl Going Through. The season three version, season six version, Tina, is also part of the Glacket. We just haven't gotten to it yet. Oh. There's two versions of this song? There's two versions of I Kissed a Girl. Once police started doing double versions of things, that's how you know it started going down. Stop it. Once they did the seventh Don't Stop Believing. Yep. Yeah, that was unnecessary. Please. Yeah, find a new song. Please. And the losers are, hey, ya, saving all my love for you, and you've got to hide your love away. I'm, I'm good with that. That makes sense. This, this is a yeah. Santana Blaine podcast, and I think we just need to address it. Um, If it's not Santana or Blaine, it's probably not going to go through. Wait, I feel like we had a lot of Artie this episode, too. Yeah, we did, and none of it went through. No, no. So. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God, we're going to get comments now about Artie instead of Kurt. <laughs> Alexis, something I like to ask every guest at the end of the episode yeah. to wrap it up. Glee, if it was on in 2021, what are they singing? What are they doing? What's going on? It's so obvious. Olivia Rodrigo. Okay. Yeah. All right, now they're doing Olivia Rodrigo. Who's singing yes. what? You know Rachel's got to sing Driver's License. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Um, brutal. I feel like... I feel like that could have gone to like Quinn or yeah. maybe Santana. Um, mm-hmm. What else do they have? Deja Vu. Deja, Deja Vu. Vu. Who would sing Deja Vu? Oh, I feel like if Kurt and Blaine were having their issues, Kurt mm-hmm. may sing Deja Vu. Maybe. Which which Oliver Rodrigo song would Blaine sing? I can't like think of all of her songs Ooh. right now. Oh my gosh. What else? Traitor. <laughs> oh. Maybe. Good for oh. you. Oh, okay. So if if um, Blaine ended up being with Sebastian like they had originally planned in season six, yeah, mm-hmm. traitor Kurt would sing. Okay, yeah. There's a song that I always said that Kurt would sing, but I can't remember what it is now. But good for you. Um, I feel like I, I'm sorry. I'm like so such a cleaner. Um, no, <laughs> I think if it were like in season six, Kurt could sing "Good for You." Yeah, love. Just I for love con- it. just for context, I'm not, I'm not even like thinking of voices. I'm just thinking about the context. <laughs> wow, I love that though. A whole glower, a glower, a glower hour, sour glower hour. I don't know. Sour glower. Um, anyway, hour. <laughs> uh, Alexis, thank you so much for being our Gleek of the Week. Where can all the glisteners find you online? You can find me on Instagram, um, TikTok, Lex in the City. Pretty mm-hmm. much those are like my number, like my two top ones. I'm always on. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm so appreciative. No, oh, yeah, this is so much fun. This was amazing and I'm obsessed with this episode. How we say goodbye. I always forget. Andrew like just leaves it and I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to go. say that. Yeah. Um, so we say three, two, one, and then we go, bye, in like <laughs> our most annoying voices. Okay. Uh, okay. Three, 
two, one. Bye. Bye. This has been Gleek the Week, hosted by Andrew McGuire and Allison Dodge. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. I'm at Allison Dodge. And you can follow me at McGuiguy, M-C-G-U-Y underscore G-U-Y. And you can even follow the show's page at Gleek of the Week Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Our theme song is mixed by Joe Graves. And the cover art was done by Elias Williams. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you'd like to be a Gleek of the Week, email us at Gleek of the Week pod at gmail.com we'd love to have you on Whee! <laughs>